Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 239 of the podcast. And on this episode of the podcast, I am talking about shortstop Carlos Correa signing with the New York Mets after previously agreeing to become a member of the San Francisco Giants. It felt like a done deal that infielder Carlos Correa would be signing with the San Francisco Giants on a 13-year, $350 million deal. Then the press conference to announce the signing was postponed and then the baseball world was shocked Wednesday morning to wake up and find out he's going to the New York Mets for 12 years and $315 million and it's pending a physical and the Giants were worried about Correa's long-term health. This could end up being all for naught but let's talk about the ramifications of Carlos Correa becoming a member of the New York Mets and you might just be asking the question don't the Mets already have an all-star shortstop in Francisco Lindor? The plan is to have Correa play third base like when the Yankees brought in A-Rod when they had Derek Jeter. Big spenders historically don't care what positions they're going after. It's all about getting the biggest names. Look at the San Diego Padres. They already have Fernando Tatis Jr., but they went after Xander Bogarts. I'll say this. In the moment, we all admire when a team does this kind of spending. It can really come back to haunt you, though. The 2011 Red Sox acquired both all-star first baseman Adrian Gonzalez and outfielder Carl Crawford. They were supposed to become the faces of the organization As a Red Sox fan, there were talks of getting Gonzalez for years, and then less than two years later, both Gonzalez and Crawford were traded. My point, being a Mets fan right now is great, but winning the offseason doesn't matter if you don't end up with a World Series ring. From the perspective of the San Francisco Giants, people will say they ended up having the worst offseason of any team because they lost out on Aaron Judge and now the Correa debacle. And yes, it looks bad, and this is a bit embarrassing, but I view this as a blessing in disguise. The Giants are not a star player away from being a good baseball team. Correa makes more sense on the Mets. He's their third best offensive player behind Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor. I said it last week, Correa should not be your best player. Look at what happened with the Twins last season. This is a team in the Giants that won three World Series championships with homegrown talent in Buster Posey, Madison Bumgarner, Pablo Sandoval, and the list goes on. That's how they are going to build a winner. And people like to look back fondly about when they brought in Barry Bonds. And yeah, all-time great player. The team never won with him. Unless the San Francisco Giants are all of a sudden going to spend money like the Phillies, Padres, and Mets, then they are going to have to win in a different way. I also just don't buy into this idea that the Giants need a face of their franchise right now. What they need is to put a good product on the field. That's what makes a super. Superstar. When you're on a winning team, your best player will inevitably turn into a superstar. Aaron Judge, the Giants, would have been good. It would have gotten fans interested, but you know that would have worn off if they were not a very good team. Then you could have had like an A-Rod to the Rangers type of situation where you have to trade him away years into the deal. You don't want that to happen. You want your team to be a very good team that becomes a player away 
from being a World Series contender. Baseball, to me, is not the type of sport where you want to go out and sign your best player. You should develop your best player. That's how I view things. The St. Louis Cardinals developed Albert Pujols. The New York Yankees developed Derek Jeter. David Ortiz didn't become a star until he was a member of the Boston Red Sox. Those players became stars with those teams. Bringing in an already established star, I know it's sounds great is a big risk and it doesn't always pay off. In the history of the sport, I really can't even come up with an example of a positional player who was the best player on a team that won the World Series that was a free agent signing. I mean, I guess you could say Reggie Jackson in the late 70s with the Yankees, but even that team had Thurman Munson on it. Like, Reggie Jackson was the final piece of a World Series winning team. Let's talk about the Mets' absurd spending this off season. The Mets have spent over $806 million this offseason on closer Edwin Diaz, outfielder Brandon Nimmo, starting pitchers Justin Verlander, Cody Sega, Jose Quintana, relievers David Robertson and Adam Ottavino, and now to top it off, Carlos Correa. That's maybe the noisiest offseason in the history of baseball, and with that, expectations will be through the roof. It's a long way off, but I want to see the Mets versus the Yankees in the World Series. Both teams have star power. They, of course, faced off in the 2000 World Series when the Yankees were on a dynastic run. Both teams now are on equal footing. If you want intrigue, this is the matchup you should root for. And what's interesting about it, Steve Cohen of the Mets feels like the modern-day version of former Yankees boss, George Steinbrenner. He's very vocal about his team. After signing Carlos Correa, Cohen said, quote, this is the move that puts us over the top and he spends money like there's no tomorrow. I mean, he has quickly become the most famous owner in the sport. I mean, I don't even pay attention to the other owners, but I hear what this guy says and it becomes news because he is talking about his team on a daily basis. He is tweeting about his team. He is making the big signings. He has become, like it or not, the face of the New York Mets the same way that George Steinbrenner was the face of the New York Yankees. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think celebrity owners are good in some cases as long as they're not the general manager. That's when they take things too far. Like what Jerry Jones does with the Dallas Cowboys is too much. But I like celebrity owners like Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks. They are passionate about their problems. I root for a baseball team where right now every Boston Red Sox fan is questioning the owner's pursuit of winning because the team is not spending and also because they are not vocal about what's going on. Since the Red Sox got rid of Xander Bogarts, the owners have not even spoken to the media. Steve Cohen talked to the New York Post the night the team signed Carlos Correa. That is an owner that is seemingly committed to his team. He is making it look like that is his number one priority and that's what fans want to see out of their sports owners whether that's fair or not. Steve Cohen is acting like the Mets are a passion of his and not just an investment. And listen, not everyone is a fan of his extravagant spending. There are so many media members who are sick and tired of some teams spending a bolo 
boatload of money while the other teams are not. And I would say to those people, I don't understand it. I don't like these baseball teams like the Kansas City Royals and the Florida Marlins or the Miami Marlins or whatever you want to call them who don't spend the money to make their teams better. I can't stand those players. So I'm not going to go against somebody who is willing to spend a boatload of money to improve their baseball clubs. Steve Cohen clearly cares whether or not he puts a winning product on the field. He is just spending within his limits to make that a possibility. If baseball wants him to stop doing that, then they have to come up with a salary cap, and we all know that's not going to happen anytime soon. And frankly, I don't even know where you would start. I mean, Carlos Correa just got 12 years in free. $315 million. What would a salary cap league look like in baseball? What kind of money would that cost the players? The players do not want a salary cap. They want to keep things as is, and I think so do the owners. Steve Cohen must love the attention he's getting by spending money on his baseball team. It's making him look better than the other owners. That's something I would tell the other owners. This guy is making you look bad. Start spending your money wisely. And I'll give credit to the other owner of the New York baseball team, the Yankees. Hal Steinbrenner spent his money this offseason. He brought back Aaron Judge. He had to do that, but he didn't settle on that. He also brought in Carlos Rodon. The New York baseball teams are spending money. The other teams need to start doing it because these other teams are dominating the sport and in part because they're willing to invest. The Padres and Phillies are going to make the postseason, and a lot of that has to do with the money they are spending. Baseball has too many teams not spending money. The Orioles, the Pirates, these teams annoy me more than the teams that are spending a ridiculous amount of money because they are at least doing it for a good cause. They are trying to make their baseball teams good, and I think part of the reason it doesn't bother me is because this kind of spending doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a World Series it's not like in basketball because the Warriors had Kevin Durant and they were spending all that money that they were guaranteed to win the NBA Finals. None of this offseason means the Mets are the favorites to win the World Series. There are still other teams I think are better than the New York Mets. The winners of the offseason in baseball rarely ever go on to win the World Series. I can really only think of one modern example and that's the 2009 Yankees who signed pitcher CeCe Sabathia and A.J. Burnett and then they also brought in all-star first baseman Mark Teixeira. That team won the World Series because of the moves they made during the offseason. There have been so many examples of teams winning the offseason. I look back at when the Marlins brought in Jose Reyes and Mark Burley. That didn't work out. The Angels brought in Albert Pujols and C.J. Wilson. That didn't work out. The Boston Red Sox brought in Pablo Sandoval and Hanley Ramirez. That didn't work out. And it's because teams that win the World Series build a core that play together for years and years. And that's part of my issue with teams like the Padres. Yes, they have a lot of good players like Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogarts, and Juan Soto. Those are three of the best players in all of baseball. But they have no relationship to one another. They don't have a bond. They haven't 
been through the grind together. They're not just going to come together instantly and win a World Series. If the Padres are ever going to win a World Series, they are going to need to keep a core together for three to five years. And that's something that some of these teams that spend a boatload of money are not willing to do. You see it time and time again. A team spends so much money, it doesn't work out with year one or two, and they immediately trade off their bad signings. Because the teams that spend the most amount in baseball are the ones who are impatient about their teams around them. That could be the detriment of someone like Steve Cohen. Think about this. They just brought in Carlos Correa, but remember a couple years ago they traded for Javier Baez. So why didn't they just keep Javier Baez, who in my opinion is the same type of player as Carlos Correa, and you could have kept him for less money. I think it's because he's impatient. He needs to win now. And when you don't win now, he's going to have a lot of turnover within his organization. And you've already seen that with the San Diego Padres in the past. They got rid of Justin Upton when that didn't work out. They got rid of Matt Kemp. They got rid of Craig Kimbrell. They are going to continue to just sign players until they win a World Series. It doesn't work that way. You've got to keep your core together for, I believe, three to five years to build something special. That's why the Astros are one of the best teams in baseball and will continue to do so because they have a core who have been together. They have Jose Altuve. They have Alex Bregman. They have Jordan Alvarez. It's why the Atlanta Braves won their division for a decade in a row because they had a core of Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, and those three great pitchers in Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz. That's what a winning baseball team does. They don't just go out and sign a bunch of players and then trade them away because they're not winning. I think to win in baseball, you need to be patient, and that's why I believe you can spend all the money you want in the offseason. But if you don't let your team develop and grow into a core of players who can win, then you're never going to win a World Series. And that's what the Mets need to become. It's great that they have Carlos Correa. It's great that they have Lindor. It's great that they have Pete Alonso, but they need to keep those players together for more than three to five years and develop something. Baseball is not a win-now type of sport. You don't just win out of nowhere. Remember, teams come out of nowhere like the Kansas City Royals, but they built the core of Salvador Perez. They had talent. They had Lorenzo Cain. They had Eric Hosmer. They came out of nowhere with homegrown talent. Until proven otherwise, that's the best way you can win in baseball, which again is why I love the offseason. I love the fact that it's exciting, but I don't think a lot of it really means anything except for I'm really happy that some of my teams are spending money. But again, if it doesn't lead to winning, what is it really all about in the first place? I want the Mets to be a type of team that develops young players and makes big signings. Right now, they feel like a team who's only willing to make big signings. And I don't think that those big signings will lead to a World Series title. They'll be a very good team. I see the Mets winning 100 games again, but I don't think you're winning the World Series next year. And in all honesty, I believe the Giants will end up being right about Correa and his future health. The fact is, this is a decade-plus deal. It's insane, but the reality of the situation is one bad contract could ruin the San Francisco Giants, but for the Mets, it's just another day at the office. It also highlights how one-sided baseball is between the large market teams and the Giants. And what crazy is, 
is the Giants are clearly willing to spend big, but only on one player. The Padres, Phillies, and Mets are spending big on their entire rosters. How is a team like the San Francisco Giants supposed to compete? Remember in basketball when we all trademarked the term super team? Well, baseball is now filled with super teams. On the Phillies, you have Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, and Kyle Schwarber. And on the Padres, you have Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogarts, and Juan Soto. The Mets now have P. Alonzo, Francisco Lindor, and Carlos Correa. And the poor San Francisco Giants end up with Mitch Haniger, who was once a really good player on the Seattle Mariners, but has had issues with injuries, and Michael Conforto, a player who didn't even play last season due to injury issues. So yeah, in the short term, this is a terrible situation for the San Francisco Giants, but I would say you didn't win free World Series titles by spending a lot of money. You ended up winning it because you built a core of players and you put some really good players around them. You had Buster Posey, you had Madison Bumgarner, you had Pablo Sandoval. You didn't go out and spend a boatload of money to win and that's how you need to win again. You need to produce homegrown talent and become a team that can compete with the Dodgers and Padres within your own division. That's really the reason why the San Francisco Giants probably feel forced that they need to give out a boatload of money to a player is because the other teams within their division are spending. The Dodgers have Mookie Betts. The Dodgers have Freddie Freeman. The Padres now have Xander Bogarts and the Giants feel like they need to keep up. Even the Colorado Rockies signed Chris Bryant last offseason. The Giants feel like they need to spend money and that's really the problem with baseball is everyone thinks that the answer is spending money when the real reason the teams are winning is because they're developing talent and keeping them. Look at the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros. They have won the World Series and have been a perennial winner because they have homegrown talent and they are keeping that talent on their baseball club. The Atlanta Braves have every one of their core players locked up for the foreseeable future. That is the reason they are going to be a contending baseball team moving forward. Another way of looking at this is the Mets have, let's say, a three-year window to win a World Series because some of the players they have signed are not super young. I mean, they have Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, so their pitching rotation is older than most rotations. You look at the Braves and you can see an eight-year window where they could perennially win the World Series because of that core. They have Ronald Acuna Jr. They have Ozzy Albies. These are not super old players. They are still young players and some of them are entering their prime years and they're locked up and they're going to be members of the Atlanta Braves. And the same thing for the Astros. Yes, some of their older players are aging out like Jose Altuve, but they still have Jordan Alvarez and Jeremy Pena. And not to mention Frommer Valdez who has the potential to be an ace level pitcher. So yeah, the future looks bright in both Houston and Atlanta. They have long-term capabilities of winning. These other teams like the Phillies, Mets, and Padres have a short window where they need to win the World Series. And I don't think that ever really pays off in baseball. I think you need to play the long game. In the end, I think this is the best possible outcome for both teams. The Mets need Carlos Correa because he's going to be the third best player in their lineup and now they're stacked and the Giants needed to avoid giving this kind of money to make this player the face of their team because I don't think Carlos Correa 
Correa is the right kind of player to be the best player on a baseball team. That's how I feel about the situation. I think this worked out for both sides. I also just feel like the Giants had the wrong mentality going into this offseason, going after that one big fish like Aaron Judge or Carlos Correa. They should have the mentality of trying to make a good team. Because again, they're not one player away from being a World Series winner. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.